Welcome to Platform Church Rested Life Conversations. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we believe that the rested life is a reality for us. For more information, visit platformchurch.co.za. Enjoy the rested life conversations. Now, here is your host, Darlington Steve. Um, before we get into the business, can you please just help us with a brief introduction of who you are so that we can then engage these conversations back to back? My name is Anthony Enike Omoaka. I'm from the Dole State, Nigeria, and um, I'm a pastor, like he rightly mentioned during the introduction. Hmm. And I'm also into fashion, modeling, and a bit of acting. Um, the, the the most recent one for me was uh, the Go TV advert, which I did um, a couple of months ago back in South Africa. Mm, mm, and mm. Uh, we started on uh, on a full time basis with ministry, but we had to navigate like the topic for today says navigating <laughs> purpose, vision, and purpose. Yes. So we had to do um, certain navigation to understand mm, mm. where God wants us to be. You okay, know, okay. there are a lot of people who who are just in the pulpit who also have so much to contribute to the world mm, we've mm, got mm. talents that are just um, rusting away you know in the pulpit mm, and uh, mm, mm. part of the things we'll be sharing today will be how to bring a balance you know should yeah. i oh pastor i have a problem in my life must i stay full-time must i go part-time yeah these are the navigations to look at today so basically anthony is a man of god the christian who has been in the ministry for a few years, um, you know, um, like you know, um, you know. Let me pause you there. When you said a man of God who is a Christian, I'm like, okay, I've seen a man of God who is other religion. As in, maybe there's something we need to know that you're yeah, not telling us. We 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 we, we do have we do have <laughs> we do have we do have in this age and time in the season we're in, we've got mm -hmm. uh, men of God who who are not Christian. Okay. Why do I say so? Because um, if you look at the body of Christ today, mm. you discover that those who are proven to be Christians are those who would tell you about uh, how much of a human Christ was and how much of a divine being he was. Mm, mm, the mm, Christianity mm. for me is about um, um, the, the sinless God reaching out to the sinful man mm. to make the sinful man be as sinless as mm. God. Mm. Mm. You understand? So there's that uh, element of humanity in Christianity. Mm. You can't take it away. Mm. So when, when people hear a Christian, they, 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 what comes to mind is a spirit, mm. if you understand. So mm. that's why I, I, I put that in. The, the, the fact that you are, a, you are a Christian and also a man of God, that's a good one. At least thank you for clarifying that very particular point. And today we'll be today we'll be we'll be having a conversation that is about navigating vision and purpose, and um, the reason why for yeah. us, um, I've seen you like you like you said on your on your profile. I've seen you work in industries where, as a pastor, a lot of pastors also at this very particular moment they are struggling in terms of how to balance mm. the vision of what God has called them for, and also with um, the passion in which they have in terms of the entertainment industry or whatever businesses in which they run that is outside of the Christian done now let's before we get into mm. the whole full conversation can you on your own way just find a way of just 
helping us getting, um, I'll use the word, a overview. Because if I said define, your definition will be very long. And so I just, just give us an overview of what vision and purpose it's all about. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, when we speak about purpose, it's the end for which something was created. Okay. okay? And we speak about vision. It is ability to see that vision speaks about sight, basically. So when I say I have a vision, what I'm trying to say is I can see why I'm here. Okay. I can see my purpose. I can see the reason for my existence. Mm, 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 mm. Because I can't say I have a vision, but I don't have a purpose. Okay. So vision is ability to see your purpose, the reason for your existence. So are we are we then saying that for the two to work concurrently, um, I mean, is it possible for each one to work independently or they have to be together? Um, they, they work together because um, there are a lot of people, everyone on earth has a purpose. Okay. But not everyone has been able to see their purpose. Mm. And to engage your purpose maximally, you mm. must be able to see it clearly. So when someone say, I have a vision, he's trying to say, I can see something that my life is about. I can see something that others can see that I believe can become a reality. Are we then saying that, if I could get you right, because from your definition you make, you said purpose is all about um, something it is created for. That's purpose and vision. Mm. It's all about yeah. sight. Um, one of the things mm. that I want to find out from you based on this very particular point, how then do you, we have a lot of people who will tell you that uh, um, I, I know that God has a good plan for me, but yet they can't be able to find it out by themselves or they, they don't, they don't understand how to navigate uh, Are you, my question to you now is what vision in terms of vision, is this something that is from God or something that you need to find yourself or how, how do we talk? How do we navigate this? This vision part before we even talk about breaking down the vision system how do i as an individual begin to have a clear-cut plan in terms of vision for my life and also now with the vision begin to break down the purpose of the vision all right thank you sir uh in getting to pick on your life's purpose okay. your vision mm. there are three there are three there are three things that would be very helpful number one a direct voice a direct instruction from the lord Okay. In the case of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, he said to him, this is what I want you to do. The Bible also tells us that there's what is called gift, and there's what is referred to as calling. Okay. So your gifting could be, for instance, you are able to sing, and you've prayed and prayed and can't hear a voice, you can't see the burning bush like Moses saw. Mm. And what next do I do? Do I remain stagnant? Do I stay immobile? because I've not heard from God. Mm, no, mm, mm. you engage your talent. I've seen people who are very good singers. I've seen people who are very good with painting. They've engaged their talent. Okay. And the third area is your passion, your passion. In the case of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is one of the people in the Bible that we read about. Nehemiah did not hear a voice from God to say, go rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, no. Mm, mm. He had a body. He had a passion for it. Okay. I was reading a book sometimes back by um, a man called Sanders. I can't remember the first name. And he said, most Christians find ambition a wrong thing. They mm. define it from the land, you know, with, with, with that, um, they give it a wrong paint. Mm. That if mm. you say you have an ambition, they think that you've lost your Christianity, you've lost your spirituality. Okay. But ambition is not wrong as long as it's rooted in God and also has embedded inside with it blessings for humanity. Mm. So your passion can be the third way of this 
COVID. Now, one, yes, one, of the, one of the questions that I want to find out from you now will be someone who is currently now watching and the person is struggling in terms of how to get the purpose for their life, especially now, now that we are having an issue of lockdown on the table. And now maybe, for mm. example, they are used to going out, um, getting stuff to do. Now, if you notice, for example, the topic says navigating vision and purpose. Now, somebody currently now yes, says sir. my vision, it's all about for me to go out or probably my vision is for me to be able to change lives. And now that lockdown has happened, I can't meet this very particular lives again. How do you want to talk to this person who is struggling in terms of navigating their vision or navigating the purpose in which they have for their lives? What do you want to t say to this very particular individual? Okay. In touching lives of people, uh, uh, I would say there are times where you will have restrictions mm, mm. like we do have now. Mm. A lot of people have come out against pastors to say, oh, pastors are not going to isolation centers to pray for people. And they claim to have the gift of healings and all of that and all mm, of that. Mm, mm, now, mm, mm. you must understand that the first point of impact in anything that concerns our purpose in life, that which involves God, mm. the first point of impact, the place of prayer. That's the first point of impact. Mm. You know, I can't speak to someone effectively to become a Christian if I've not had impact in their lives in the place of prayer. Yeah. In this period of lockdown, it's not a time to see as the aim of your vision or your purpose. It's mm. a time to retire yourself, reposition yourself for a better future. I'll make it as simple as possible. Those of us who are pastors who have not been able to gather physically, reach out to our congregations physically, but we do reach out to them through the social media, through the social uh, media platform. Okay. You understand? Mm. Uh, say, for instance, I speak with teenagers, you know, giving them orientation about how to prepare for life and all of that. Mm. This is a season for me. Since I can't see them physically, reach out to those who I can reach out to via social media like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and I'm able to bring forth a teaching for this season mm. that would give them hope. Because mm. a lot of people are losing hope now. Mm. That would mm. give them hope. And that would also better make them prepared not to see this period as a time where everything is over, but as a season to prepare for the future. So this time that we're in, the season we're in, it's not just a season where we should be considering what only on what to give, but also on what to receive from the Lord. Because the shutdown period is a time for us to also re-strategize. Okay. Because we've not had this happen before. And, and see, even with even with um, the medical sciences, researches are going on because this is a new strand of a virus that they are not used to. So mm. even if they find a cure, as it is, they can't just start giving it out. They still have to take it through processes, through phases. So also for a man of God or for a person of purpose, this is your incubation season. This is the time for you to sit down because like I was mentioning to Pastor Darlington, for those who are listening to him, I said, this is a season for us to have divine exposure because mm. we've known God from certain perspectives. I believe if we are able to tap into God more in such a season, we'll be able to see different sides to God. Mm -hmm. And the exposure, the divine exposures we have in this season would be great catalysts needed for reflecting God more and better on the mm -hmm. earth. We think God as God who, okay, healed when I laid hands on someone. But this is the time to see God beyond physical touch. Lord, this is what you've put in my heart to do, but there are these restrictions. What's the way forward? If you look at the, the, the live account of Apostle Paul, he made certain statements that would help. He said in the book of Philippians chapter 3, 
he was mentioning of how much he desired to know God. And he said something. He said he doesn't want to know God from just one angle, but he wants to know him in totality. Mm -hmm. He wants to know about the fellowship of his suffering. He wants to know about the resurrection, the power of his resurrection. And he also wants to be conformable unto his death. Meaning, I don't want to know the God who just heals. I want to know the God who gives hell. I don't just want to know about the God who does this, but I want to know about a God who does something else. So in this period of lockdown, it's the time for us to have deeper levels of exposure with God in order to come out stronger to better affect the visions in our heart on the earth. All right. Talking about the whole um, issue of um, the, the, the vision, I think for me, one of the things also that I understand that a lot of people might be struggling with is the concept um, where they, they, they need to, they, they have their vision. And now the vision in which they have at this very particular moment, it's, it's, it's look as if lockdown is locking their vision down. And now they are struggling in terms Ooh. of saying, okay, now the vision in which I have for my life, the vision in which I have for, for my family or for my ministry, uh, things are currently not going the way it's supposed to go to. And now I am stuck at this very particular point. Uh, how do I now need to, now we're talking about individuals now who are tongue blasting the, they are Holy Ghost speaking. These are people whereby they've prayed to okay. the point that prayer point is also finished. But nonetheless, ability for them to <laughs> shift their mind, <laughs> ability for them to shift their mind from the current state in which they are in terms of the vision which one they've gotten from God or visions or purpose of their lives that they need to navigate, but yet they are not, they, I don't know, I, I'm trying to look for a word to make it easy. They are not finding it easy. What is that step? For instance, like you, I'm going to use you as an example. For instance, like you, you are able to dabble between the Christianity part and also with the work in which you are doing. You were able to manage that very particular to, 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 to field. What technology Ooh. or what system do you put in your mind for you to be able to crack this very particular work? I think if, if, if you can tell us from your own side, your practical story, your practical example, because I know you are a guy who... A lot of um, what's it called? A lot of people say point blank that when you put your hand to do something, you do it. And I remember when you were in South Africa, you you pull you pull you pull a, a bit of your resort before you relocate to Nigeria to continue the ministry work in which you are doing currently in Nigeria and stuff. How did you get to the point where you find yourself in a country that is not even yours, but yet you are able to navigate the possibility that is around to fulfill one the vision God has called you, and secondly the purpose for your life in which you know that this is because I, I i choose to believe that the vision in which god has called you is for you to be able to be a blessing to someone's life i think i remember your ministry is called true life embassy how you can be able yes, to and I, and I call you apostle of life you know you are the one who gives us life for us to make it rested <laughs> and you, you you give us the rest to life <laughs> and so how, my question to you now is how did you navigate that very particular road as an individual from your 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 ministry part which is true life embassy down to the point that um you are you are a model is it modeling they call it you you, you pardon me I've, I've left that that field for a bit of time so my english on that part <laughs> it's a bit slow so um as a model and also at the same time also um you are a, i think you, sorry, we call it fashionista here i don't know how you guys call it in that very yes, country. we call it fashionista in South yeah, Africa. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> so it, tell it, me how it, did you it, navigate it, uh, the two between your vision and your purpose and yet still stay relevant you see there, there, there are a lot of us who are who are christians who have not uh, really who have not really embraced the need for constant upgrade and 
the need to break into circles that prior to this time of belief um, shouldn't be for Christians. I remember back when I was uh, still in the ministry where I served in, then in Nigeria before going to South Africa, people would always com- comment and um, give compliments. Say, wow, you're looking good. Wow, you're dressing well. Wow, you, the way you dress, you're good and all of that. And when I go to South Africa, I saw how a lot of pastors could not make impact in ministry. Why? Because they were more concerned as it seemed to the people. They were more concerned about how to keep the church up and running. Finance is a major problem to most people who are ambitious and who have a sense of purpose. Finance is a big problem. And like I said earlier on, I said your purpose or vision can be born out of the direct voice of God, out of your gift or out of your passion. I have a passion for looking good. I like dressing well, you know, and I saw that as a stream. I saw it as a stream for making money. Okay. okay. Because I take pictures randomly and put them on the social media space and all you get from that will be, oh, you're looking good, you know, like and reaction. But that's a business that is line follow that has not been mine. So when I sat down, I was, I was having conversations with myself to say, Anthony, this is not all that you have to give. Okay. There's, there's something more. So when I sat down, I began to ponder on what else I could do. And the first thing that came to mind was the power of personality. Every person who has popularity is a powerful person. Okay. When you see an actor stand with a thing of fish, and post it on social media. Everybody will want to identify with that brand. Mm. And why is it so? Because it's a known face. Mm. And when I when I spoke to a few people that I wanted to go into modeling, I wanted to go into all of that, they said to me, no, you can't do that. You're a pastor. I said, no, you can redefine modeling. You can redefine it. You can set your own, you can create your own world from that world. And when I started engaging certain people, I said to them, okay, I also want to sell suits just like... Um, you guys sell suits, but I'm going to take pictures from here and I'm, I'll put on your clothes and I'll tag your your store. I'll, I'll mention the name of your shop so that people can come to you for patronage. So some agreed, some disagreed. And from there, business had started. I didn't need to buy any suit from them. I just speak with them and some agreed and others disagreed. And I told some, okay, I'm going to bring a few customers to you and this is how it's going to work. So I started selling clothes without having a capital. Why? Because the way my personality gave them the assurance that they could trust me, that mm. they could do business with me, those who agreed. When that started, I, asked, I had to start thinking beyond that also to, okay, what next can I do? Then I signed up with a property agency. And the reason I signed up with the property agency was to learn in order to prepare myself for what is ahead. The plans I had was, okay, when I start growing from the fashion business, I'd also begin to seek ways to go into the entertainment space. And there's no way you've known my face from the fashion industry to the entertainment industry. And I come to you to present to you Christ that you would not want to listen to me. Yeah, let's pause it there now. As in, you you were saying something that is very important in the place of popularity, and 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 a lot okay. of a lot of people have an issue with that. There's this very particular statement where everybody will tell you that when you are doing something, especially when it comes to the issue of giving or probably something that the, the two two instances that I want to put on the table. One is the instance where you want to give something out. They will tell you, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing those very particular story and they, they, they have scripture in which they used to quote to make sure that that very particular thing doesn't work for me how did you balance that very particular point and i'm i'm tr- taking that example to bring into 
your place of ministry you are a guy who all the time mm. you 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 you're on the pulpit now all of a sudden now mm. we start seeing you building a brand outside the pulpit where you are you are a fashionista if i will call you like that to the point that you are able mm. to navigate and negotiate your way to do one of the big advert which is on dstv if i'm not mistaken dstv or go tv which is currently now oh, in go, Niger- go tv go tv okay go tv which is currently now in nigeria the, the thing there is we we for for us as believers i'm, I'm trying to put myself included we we seems to struggle mm. when it comes to the concept of how do we then leave this i don't i don't know if i will use the word leave leave this very particular ministry work and focus on the business side to the point that um, we, we are good at the business side, but yet it looks as if we are not fulfilling at the ministry side. But in your own case, you were able to be fulfilled in the ministry and also fulfilled in the business. And it, it, it's, it's strange, especially for, for leaders who are struggling currently now in this COVID period. How did you, did you find a way to like, okay, let me push through this way. Let me go through this way. What other thoughts do you have with yourself? Maybe if you can, if you can help us in terms of this very particular thought process, because I hear you said you sit, you sat down, you watch, you you look at how things are happening, you like fashion and all those very particular things. I hear that there are a lot of people also who like like I like entertainment. You don't you don't understand. I like entertainment. I wish you could I, see I, me. I, I get your point. I, I like entertainment. <laughs> Woo-hoo. It, it's in you. Entertainment is in you. Exactly. If you breathe entertainment. You eat entertainment. <laughs> So, but, but not everybody would, especially those in our churches or those currently now watching me on Facebook who are saying to themselves, I want to do this. I don't know how to do this. What are the first steps I need to take? What are the things I need to do? I think let's, let's, let's begin to bring a breakdown into this very particular navigating the vision and navigating the purpose. Lockdown has happened. We understand. And I think there's a popular statement now people are using now that there is a new normal. Now, it's, it, this is how yeah. life is going to be, whether I like it or not. I remember, um, yeah. um, I, I remember bringing, um, what's it called, my sound engineer. And we were talking, and one of the things which he said for me that was very funny is like, no matter how COVID is over, or no matter how um, the lockdown is over, for, the, for, for this mask which we're putting on our face, it's, it's, it's the new normal that people will not want to remove their mask <laughs> anymore because it's now part of, part of fashion. You know, it- <laughs> It has actually become a fashion statement. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you know, you see, the... people, you see people with uh, with matching uh, 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 face masks that you know that complements their their dressing. <laughs> no, no, so I, I, become, I, see, um... I, see, I see a lot of that, and I just wonder, like, okay, no, people are taking the best advantage of what is happening at the moment, just to be able to navigate mm. their parts and also to make do with with what life is throwing at them at this moment. So now, let's talk. Let's let's take it first step by step. Someone who is struggling. Okay, in terms of mm. navigating their vision, before we get into purpose, mm. what should they do? Mm. I, I hear the part of Everybody. prayer. I hear the part of fasting. I, I need practicality. Uh, I know there's some certain yeah. things you didn't you didn't you didn't pray about. You just pa, after you finish yeah, praying, yeah, you yeah, went there. I didn't, I didn't need to pray about. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things which I'm you, you talking see, about. <laughs> you see, sir. Uh, I, I like to start from this. Yes, sir. Uh, people need to know that their life is there. Your life is your life. Say it again. Say it slowly. People, You're too fast. People need to. People need to know. Okay. People need to know and live with the fact that their life is theirs. And they it's must a make gift with it. from God. Exactly my point. It's a gift from God, and it's left in your hands. A lot of us are scared. I was in that um, WhatsApp group before now, and I was always 
scared of trading security for the unknown. Because how would you feel when your pastor in your church, for instance, is an actor? It's not common. It's not common because being in your pastorate, your pastorate, you know, your pastorate, like um, your pastorage, mm. where you stay as a pastor for those churches that are big enough to provide one. Mm. Being in the pastoral, you 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 see that place as a place where your life revolves around. Mm, mm, mm. You don't go to the mall, so you don't the world. You don't go to the cinema, so you don't um, be in the com- in, in in the congregation of sinners. But these are places you can actually engage and find an industry from these areas. Mm. So when I sat down with myself. The scripture that came to my mind that helped me was when the prophet came to the house of the widow, okay, the widow came to the prophet to say, my husband, who was a man of God, was owing so many people, and now they've come to take my child and all of that and all of that. Prophet asked a simple question, what do you have in your house? Meaning there's something that you have. Okay. Most of the times we believe, a lot of Christians believe they have nothing. You don't need money first. There's something that you have. I, I was speaking to somebody one time and the person said to me, I don't know why people, every time they have problems, they come around me and they always find solutions. But me, if I have problems, I don't have anybody to go to. I said, don't you think that uh, that thing you can, you can fine tune as a gift? Mm-hmm. Not everybody can counsel people. Not everybody has that makeup. Not everybody has uh, what it takes to counsel people. Not everybody can bring a word of comfort to people. Mm-hmm. So when you have that advantage, have that position, you are able to bring sukkah to people. You are able to give them comfort. You are able to engage them and bring them to make a decision. Then you are one step closer to success mm-hmm. because that would mean that you will be able to use that platform to sell every other thing you have on your writing table today. Mm, yeah. mm. How did I get how did I get the gold TV slot? When I started speaking to people to say, I want to do fashion, I want to do this, I want to do this, I was speaking the vision, I was calling it forth, it didn't look as if anything was working. Then there is a lady whose mother happened to be the woman I called my mother in South Africa. Mm. She sent me a link to say, there's an audition coming up tomorrow. Why don't you go for it? We could discuss that to that extent because we had a close relationship. There are times we discuss, okay, pastor, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? And when we finish talking, I also say, ah, don't worry, very soon you still see me acting and all of that. You still see me as a fashionista and all blah, blah, blah. I'll sell all those things. So the fact that I could speak counsel to her, we could discuss issues and she'll find some level of comfort and relief. Mm. I could also speak to her about the vision, so to say, that I had in, her, in, my, in my mind, that I had written down. So when the opportunity came, she could um, contact me for that. So most Christians or most people who, let's say, for instance, for you, sir, when you arrived in South Africa, I don't think you had dexterity in mind. You didn't have dexterity in mind. Yes, sir. I believe you started engaging people. You started engaging people. And in the course of engaging with people, you could see the feedback. You could see how, much, how many more people would come engage you to discuss life issues. Mm. And that, I believe, probably would have, uh, would have packed the life to say, okay, this is an indication mm. of the way to go. Okay. 
So I believe people need to engage themselves and others the more. In my place, as a saying that one road, and I don't know, I don't think um, that applies in South Africa, maybe because of the kind of markets <laughs> they have there, but in Nigeria, you know, we have open markets. Okay. There's a saying in my place that one road does not lead to the, the market. market. <laughs> the destination is the market, but you could actually start from the road that crosses the part where people sell tomatoes. True. And maybe you want to go buy beef. The, the reason I said Christians should know that their life is a gift and it's in their hands is this. Mm. If God calls you to be, if you're called, you know, when the Bible speaks about gifts and calling, being in Romans 11, 20, for the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Mm. It also says that the gift of a man will make room for him and bring him before people of, re, of, of, uh, of repute. Look at David. David was called to be king, but his gift prepared him for his ordination, his coronation. Mm, mm. He was gifted, and he was his first appearance at the palace was as a musician. Okay, he okay. was invited to play music, mm. to, to provide music. So that was his gifting, creating a path for him to navigate his call. Your gift is your endowment. Your passion is actually a part of you that responds to what is wrong and finds a way to provide solutions. These things are not just put in you for nothing. I believe, okay, not that I believe, I know you and I were never thinking of ministry. <laughs> As a matter of fact, anybody that says you will be a pastor, like I said to people so many times, I said, the times I said, I, I said, I said, I, I had an encounter with Christ quite early, but the thought of becoming a pastor made it's, me it's, it's far. tempt myself and fall for the temptation <laughs> too many times, you know. But you, you will discover that now God allowed you for these years to engage your gift and your passion navigating you through your gift, navigating you through your passion to your place of assignment, to mm. your call. Mm. So there are certain Christians and pastors alike who have been able to see the call and responding to or pursuing the call, they've left certain aspects unattended. Mm. For those who are listening or following up, yeah. whatever you feel is your direction in life maybe you are called to sing maybe you are called to be an engineer maybe you are called to be a medical doctor pursue it but as you're pursuing it engage other streams around you i have this very particular philosophy where i then tell people i said see uh, if you look at it uh, when it comes to um, what's it called um the bible uh, do you know how many water <laughs> that very particular garden of eden <laughs> <laughs> it's it's producing yeah and, and so if you look at it from that very particular yeah. point, god has given us are we especially we as the believer this very particular one those ones who understand that mm. they are nature they are righteous in christ jesus that they have the answer regardless of how covid19 or the pandemic is creating a lockdown and stuff there is still a navigation that in which they can pull that will make them be able to be an answer to the current problem that um, either one they are facing, secondly also that the society is facing. Now, just to go quickly also into another question that, 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 that I feel that it's very, very important, it is the issue of how to seize an opportunity. 
you know, we struggle, especially for me. I have this very particular saying, and I think I was saying it. I don't know. I, I, no, no, it was when I went out this morning for for my morning jogging and stuff. Because I just need to just keep keep feet. Uh, you know, this lockdown can just make you just stay down and uh, without you remembering that you need to go do some some. You need to sweat, and so I. I and, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning <laughs> to develop um, unkaba. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm, try, I'm trying not to develop unkaba at this very particular point. I promise. You, I'm trying not to. For well, those, well, who are, for me, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking, I'm liking, I'm liking um, the feeling, you know, of, uh, of having the pot belly. <laughs> yeah, for those who are watching us currently now, especially outside of um, South I'm Africa, just and, and you are thinking what is in Kaba, and Kaba means it's, it's like a pot belly. So Kaba is pot belly. And so I'm trying to make sure that that very particular pot belly did not. So I was having this conversation with this very particular guy um, who were both jogging together. Then he just, he just, he just decided to just run, just stop with me. And we just started talking. And I said to him, I said, one of the things you need to understand, I think I was just like, like, like my pastor likes saying, he said, use that very particular moment, moment you have used it as a God moment. And so I was just trying to talk to the guy to make him understand, to say, Yes, the lockdown may be here. The issue, the things may be bad. It looks as if, and especially, I, I want to say, our brother from the other race. I think it's better to use that, that mm. statement. And I was making him to understand that mm. as much as you feel that the economy or probably the system of this country is actually not giving you the opportunity for you to be able to access the fund that you need, because all of a sudden I hear that uh, some, mm. certain, some certain people on the other race, they don't have the access to this very particular fund. I don't know why. I'm still trying, in case if you guys know the reason, please you can talk to me i'm still letting and so the thing i was trying to draw his attention to is to make him to like that they like you were saying the thing in your hand the opportunities that has been made available and by the time we walk almost close to about about god for seven ten minutes he was now coming up with like okay i never knew that i could do one i could do two i could do three and one of the things in which he was very good at is the fact that he's very good at organizing people and i'm like but it's a business in which you can start engaging on organize people on a private but expensive for instance, COVID-19 mm. says, one of the laws says that you must not gather at, 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 a, at, at, a, at a group or, or mass people beyond 100. Yeah. And, and I'm like, but there are people yeah. also who would want to still gather less than 20. Why don't you put something, put that kind of package around that very particular space and put something for those mm. exclusive people that you can attend to their need Despite the fact that they still want to have a gathering, but they still want to also mm. obey the lockdown rule. And he was just looking was like, oh, yeah. wow, I never see it this way. The problem in which I, mm. I, I am, I am, I am, I, I, I foresee with this very particular guy, I think he is, he's already built his head around about, yeah, nothing good can come out of this very particular thing. We're all going to die. And I think that was one of the first things he was saying. He said, at least I know that I'm going to die. I'm like, you alone is going to die. We're not going to die. Like, I'm different. Like, bruh, I, like, I crack a joke. I'm like, I just got <laughs> married. Got life. I'm like, I just got married. And so, like, I still have time. Like, time. So he laughed. I'm like, I just got like, like, you understand? Like, it's like, it's like going to a year. Like, no, I can't die now. Like, it's impossible. Like, why? Like, I still have life to live. If I don't want to live for myself, let me live for my wife because I'm very jealous. Like, by the time I go, somebody will marry her. I'm like, no, it's okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're just cracking joke. But what I was trying to bring out is the fact that how this lockdown has locked people's mind to the point that they can't just see that with the present situation, regardless of the vision and the purpose, there is still a way out. Like you said, there are too many roads that leads to the market. And that the thing that a lot of mm. people are facing is how then do I even find this road? 
Because all the road they've ever known is the normal road in which they are used to. For example, you want to go to Durban, everybody know in South Africa that, bro, when you hit N1, you are gone. Mm. Is it N1 or M1? Somewhere around yeah, that. You, you, you are already there, straight. I, I think N is, N is not an N1. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing there that I, that I want us to be able to put on the table now is to say, mm. how do we then begin to have these people shift their mind? I think that's where the thing is. And I understand that, yes, they've prayed. Oh, you don't get, I, I get a lot of inboxes of people telling me, you know, man of God, we've prayed about this very particular thing. I don't know how to go about it. And for instance, for those of you who are watching me currently now on, on lockdown, I had to navigate our ways back into this very particular pl show called Platform Conversation that is proudly sponsored by Platform Church, but we're doing live broadcasts from Dexterity's table. And so I, we, we had to sit down and say, okay, this is the new normal. What do we do? I think I, I need you to give me, I don't know if it's a statement or two pointers that you want to put on the table on what people can do at this moment that are okay. practical for them to come out of the lock mindset. Mind you, we have lockdown, but some people have shifted their lockdown to a lock mindset. How do we now begin to have a conversation to remove the lock mindset to say, Brad, this is a new normal. How do we walk around about this? Very, very simple. The mind is the garden. Okay. And what you allow in will determine what grows. Very simple. Check your sources of input if you want to see greater out. I had friends who their, their mindset revolves around certain areas. Okay. It doesn't cover for other areas. Mm. I remember the first time we met and afterwards, after having certain conversations, I could see that this guy has done 10 times the things I look forward to doing. So let me stay around. Let me hang around someone who will be able to challenge my mind. So if you want, you are stuck at the moment, you don't know what to do, look for people who do crazy things. Look for people who are said to be you, weird. You, you see, you see, I like the fact of look for people. Somebody will tell you now that, okay, yes, you want us to look for people, but we're on lockdown. How do we find these people? I think that's a thing also. How? Because look for people means, this is me in my own limb way, trying to okay. help somebody. Look for people means, go look for mm. them out there. But but I can't go. That's lockdown. And in no. fact, we, we, so... No. No. The world has become uh, a very small place with the advent of uh, technology. Okay. There are a lot of people you can, you can connect with on social media. Mm. YouTube, mm. there are books you can read, there are, there, are, there are websites you could do certain studies and checks research on so you can you can engage because i know someone else the, the next question from another person now in their heart would be how do i get data you're right anybody who yeah how do i get data there are as I, I believe majority of the people we have listening now have access to this because they had data mm. and there are other people who have access to data who would rather go watch porn at the end of the day that input corrupts their mentality that productivity becomes reduced so for people who have access to the internet this period should be a period where they would challenge connect with those who would challenge their thinking pattern mm. those who would radically influence their mentality for an upward shift. So which means you, you were talking about and for whole, those, Okay, you were, you were saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I said, uh, for those who are not able to have access to data, I still believe there are certain people who have books. Okay. I would share with you from my own personal practical step that I took. The first thing I did is after praying and praying and, okay, yes, we'll set to prayer. 
I had to sit down to have a discussion with myself, to ask myself myself questions. Yeah. Anthony, what do I like to do? What are the things that I think I can do? And when I answered, I said, okay, what are the things that I believe I can do, but I'm afraid to do? Hmm, that's a strong word. What are the things I believe I can do, but afraid to do? <laughs> you. Because when people tell you they don't know what to do, they can't do things. Okay, majority of people will tell you that I can't dance. But leave them alone in their room and they'll put some music and they'll be dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear and you. If, if, they, if, 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 if someone should walk into the room, they say, no, 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 I, I don't want to dance. Why? The fear of people. The fear I remember people. when I read a book by John C. Maxwell, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Mm. He mentioned that fear, the fear factor, is one of the reasons why people don't maximize their potential. And when he was listing out fear, he, he mentioned out five fear that actually keep people trapped. He said people are afraid of failure. They mm. are afraid of what others would say or think. Mm. And they are also afraid that their success would disconnect them from their peers. Mm. If I have friends whose mindset don't challenge me, it is not a sin for me to connect with people who will make me become a better person. Mm. You understand, sir? I hear you, sir. I hear you, sir. And other people are afraid of what will people say. People would always say things. If you decide tomorrow now to say, okay, um, as part of the, as part of maximizing my potential and my life's purpose, I want to be hairdressing, for instance. Someone would say, ah, that pastor has got demons. People would always say things, but when you start making an impact in that world, people begin to celebrate you. So, so the, most times we are content. I'm listening to you. I think I think what, what I want to say, so so the, 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 the first thing we need to do is how to address this concept of fear that is making us not to, like mm. there's something in which you say that for me that stays on my head where you said that there are stuff mm. that we want to do but we are afraid of doing it. There are those ones mm. where you feel mm. like, okay, no, it's like, like, like my South African, we say like, I'm in J, but let me just do it. But yet you are not being mm. fulfilled. You know, because because I think mm. the thing there now, because of our time and um, so that these very particular conversations begin to go um, into its resting place. And mm. um, one of the things that I, I, I mm. want us to talk about at this very particular moment is when it comes to the issue. I think one of your, your, your quotes that you like saying, it says, when all we see about God is escape route to heaven, mm. we will never manifest mm. him on earth as the healer, the provider that mm. he is. Mm. Funny enough, talking about this very mm. particular point, a lot of people struggle about this. Mm. We, we feel that salvation mm. is just an escape route to heaven and fulfilling purpose and fulfilling our vision in which God has called us for us to fulfill on earth. Is I know I've given my life to Christ okay, mm. I just want to do a peace out and stuff. I think I remember saying to somebody also, the guy I was talking mm. to today, I said, if, if salvation, uh, salvation it's all about, because he said he's a Christian, that he's fine, that he's ready to go. And I'm like, Brian, you're just 32, relax. Like if God wanted to, God wanted to come to heaven. Like the day you gave your life to Christ, like you say three years ago, right? You would have long gone. You are gone. <laughs> Forgot to give you extra three years, right? I think you need to really begin to think on how to stay and maximize the reason why you're on earth. And so, let's talk about this very particular one before we now ask your final question. Let's talk about this part of how do we begin to bring in the God factor into the things in which we're doing or the purpose or we navigating our visions and our plan for us to take hold of what mm. God indeed mm. has for us. Okay. Thank you so much sir, for this question. Um, I'd like to begin by answering uh, my answer by saying 
when we speak about God, most of the time, Christians look up. Hmm. But we should stop looking up to God and start looking in to us. God. God dwells in the believer. Because most of the times I've discovered the answers to our prayers look like they're going to take a long time because we're saying, God, I'm looking up to you. <laughs> Would you please come down to me? You know. When will the answer come from heaven to me? God is in you. He said, greater is he that Listen. is in you mm. than the one that is in the world. Mm. So the greater mm. is already in you. So our mm. fellowship with God should not be from the point of talking to a distant, heaven-seated God, mm. but the heart-dwelling God. So when I'm, when, I, when I'm engaging God in charting the course of life, His purpose for me, I'm engaging Him from within. I'm not engaging Him from outside of me. Okay. I, don't you, I don't know if you follow my... my, I, my I, I get, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. The God that is inside of you. Because yeah. when... when when I'm when I'm when I'm moving on with God, I'm like, okay, Lord, we are in this together. I can't be stuck because you can't be stuck. You are in me, so you 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 give the direct. Mm, it's mm. just for instance when you are in the same vehicle with the president, and someone is saying we need the president's attention on so and so issue. And you don't president. start looking for his phone number <laughs> to call him while the president is there. You're sitting there looking at you. <laughs> you understand? It's just to stretch to him and whisper to his ear. Is right there with you. So we yeah. speak to, we engage God most of the time as Christians from a distant position. Mm. God does not dwell on any mountain. He does not dwell, dwell in, on any valley. He dwells in the believer. No, I think I think I need to say that, but God does it, not it, dwell it, on any mountain, any valley, but in the He doesn't dwell on any mountain. He doesn't dwell on any valley. He dwells in the believer. Yes, sir. Yes. yes. Mm. So mm. when the believer does not have that consciousness, he begins to seek God outside of himself. How does your how does your brain connect with your mind to give you directions on where to go? Mm. If by a good driver you know how to drive, gone somewhere before and you're about going there again, it's the coordination of signals from between your mind and your hands and your legs that gets you to your destination. Mm. So also, the God in us wants us to expose ourselves to him, like have fellowship with him, mm. reason together with him, just so that he can begin to coordinate our sense and our actions to align with all that he's concluded for us already. All right. You see, because my time... I, I, I don't think, even get my point. Now, I get I get your point, and I promise you, I wish we have enough time because, I, you, you know, you, you, we had to just make sure that we book there, you for an hour. A lot of things we've not talked about. <laughs> I know, and our time, our, time is, <laughs> our time is really, really running out at this very particular point. But, but, but quickly, for me, if you were to be given a billboard, a billboard, mm. blank billboard, from these conversations in which we are saying currently, you're given a blank billboard for you to write an advert, an adword on top of it that will be beneficial to someone who is going to drive past that very particular road. What will the statement be? You are the answer to your question. No, repeat it again. You are the answer to your question. You are the answer to your question. <laughs> Yeah. Do, do you want to give us like a two sentence attached to that very particular statement? <laughs> because I, I am looking for answer. You're telling me I'm the answer to my question. I don't understand how you want me to. Like... Every, every, every question, every question you, every question people ever asked mm. became the beginning to finding the solution. 
every question people ever ask becomes the beginning to finding the solution. Mm. Okay, for instance, someone would ask the question, why can't people fly? Is that a good question? That's the beginning to the solution. <laughs> why can't you make people fly? Why can't we have... <laughs> Why can't we have, you know, you know, you know, I said that because, you know, I said that because okay. most of the times, uh, like, like I said to you, I said, the rest Jesus spoke about in the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, 30, mm. he said to them, come to me, I'll give you rest. rest. Yeah. Then next to that, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me and you will find rest to your soul. Yeah. You, you will begin to want to ask yourself first. I thought you said you give me rest. What do you mean find rest to my soul? Mm, the I, first rest, permit me to say, is the rest of salvation. Okay. The second rest, be it how do I solve my financial problems? How do I solve my marital crisis? How mm. do I solve um, um, health or business career issues? He said you will find the rest to your for so, your souls. Yes, that sir. means you are the answer to the question that you're asking. But responsibility, responsibility has been uh, the major problem. You know, most of us don't want to take responsibility. The only people who will give them answer. Yeah, true. You understand? True, so true. from all of these conversations, God has blessed all of us as Christians, and uh, we have the mind of Christ. So all of the questions we have, if we actually accept responsibility, we'll find them when we truly give ourselves. Research. research what is rested life to you from the from the passage which you read as in so in just one sentence what is rested life to you the rested life for me is returning man to the initial place god had for him rested life is returning man from the initial place god has yeah. for him hmm. returning making man see the place god because god created man into rest yeah so when we speak about the rested life now, it's all about man returning. And how do they return? By knowledge. For the place God had for them, for them originally. All right. I think this is how we'll come to the end of this very particular, um, what's it called? Platform conversation with, so um, with yeah. Pastor Anthony. As in, how can people find you for those who are listening to you currently now on my Facebook and um, they want to connect with you? How can they find you and, um, so that we then begin to bring this to a close? It's Anthony Enike Mwaka on my Facebook, just like, um, I think um, I, I'm tagged on this. Then for Instagram, it's um, at Anthony underscore E underscore Obwaka. You have a lot Anthony of... Anthony with an You have H. a lot of underscore. <laughs> <laughs> but I use Corinne. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you so much for taking out the time to join us today. I really appreciate you. Funny enough, on the platform it's, conversation... It's my pleasure and honor. Uh, you, you, decide, you are the first international one that we decided to get hold of. And thank you very much for coming on board. We really appreciate you. And just know that definitely, definitely, we'll be calling you back again. And um, just to, and I, I hope that you'll be available. It'll always be my pleasure and delight. All right. Thank you. I feel honored. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for taking out the time to talk to us uh, on Platform Conversation. My regards to everybody in Nigeria. That's all we have for today. But be sure to continue listening to the Rested Life Conversations. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. Platform Church, Family of Rest.